y'all. Welcome to the Irreverent Truth Podcast. My name is Hutch, the skipper of this here skiff. And over here, we call a spade a spade. I'd like to say peace and blessings to all of you and your loved ones on this day. So, man, let's get to it. Let's, let's really get to it. And, and I got to start on something I'm sure we're sick of hearing about. But I, I waited. I literally bought this iPod podcast starter kit because of the Oscars. And it wasn't so much because of the slap. It was because all of the garbage I heard after the slap. I mean, there was all of it. There was all kind of critical analysis and breakdown of hand gestures and looks on faces and most of us failed, and I'm talking about black people. It was, it was sad to see some of the people who have the platform to reach and influence many people, but we are talking about Hollywood. To look to Hollywood for any kind of moral template or, or goodness is like looking at Washington for the same thing. Black people, black people, beloved, stop. There's a whole bunch going on. There's a whole bunch going on. And I see a lot of hashtag and a a lot of movements and, and good for all of those movements. But how can we expect other people to respect us or even listen to us when we can't even agree that what Will Smith did was small? He was 100% wrong. Everybody's busy talking about my truth, my truth, my truth. And in all of that bullshit, y'all just skipping over the truth. There are some solid facts about Will Smith showed what he is, a punk. And you know, I know depending on what side of these United States you're from, what part of the country, a punk means one of two things. Either it's a youngster that's running around with his little crew, very loud, acting tough, little, little vandal, big, always, always got to be seen, always got to be heard, running up on people because they got the homies on their back. And the other one is just, just a homosexual. And yeah, so I said Will's a punk on both accounts. Oh, you attacking one of our brothers, you kicking him when he's down. No, he ain't down. He got several hundred million in the bank. He ain't down. But let's get back to the, to the punk shit. Will Smith is a punk. He was protected by Hollywood. We have short memories. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I recall, maybe it was Arsenio Hall back in the early 90s, late 80s. I'm not sure when. Ice-T said pretty much Will Smith is a bubblegum rapper. I think the quote was, you're like a G-rated rapper. I'm more like Tales of the Crypt. And it was true. Will Smith was the clean rapper. And that, there, there's a market for that. There's a lid for every pot. And he tapped into that market. And he had his little sitcom. But y'all must forget what his first movie was. And post that movie, he's always been some kind of action hero and all. He bowed down. He kissed a ring. He spoke into the microphone. And all of his dreams came true. There's footage out there, if y'all never seen it, with him and Samuel L. Jackson and uh, I think Benicio Del Toro, a bunch of actors in a circle. And Will talks about his girlfriend cheating on him at 15 and... He was going to be the biggest movie star ever so that no woman would ever cheat on him. <laughs> no woman would ever cheat on him or something like that. So, yeah, I'm not negating the work that any of these people do in Hollywood. 
you know, y'all may be offended, but if I said Mr. Bosom Buddies Tom Hanks sat on the casting couch and talked into the microphone or let Harvey sit on his lap, or if I said Mr. Basketball Diaries, Leonardo DiCaprio did the same thing, y'all be like, yup, but it ain't so hard to make that transition to Will Smith. Trust and believe. I'm not negating the work anybody puts in to be at the top level of anything. The only way to get there is the work. Not the talent, the fucking work. And sometimes it's not what you know, it's who you know. So I'm not negating the work that that, that brother has done throughout his career and tried to protect his brand, as they say. But at the end of the day, what he did was some bitch-made punk shit. And that's no disrespect to women. Will Smith squats to pee. Yeah, what Will Smith did was small. Was small. Displaced anger. It wasn't nothing about the alopecia or having a front-row seat to his wife's pain. Will was the one in pain. That was just a Baltimore eye roll. It wasn't no pain in her. What he did was wrong, and black people, if we can't get that, we can't ask for no social justice. And the truth is, you really can't ask for it. You got to take it. That's just the way this country and the world is built. You can't get social justice by legislation. Bigots are bigots, period. The people in power are people in power. So you could sit and we shall overcome and, and cry and moan, but at the end of the day, the price is blood. I don't know how y'all can't figure that out by now. So Jada Pinkett, when she was just Jada Pinkett, her mama her grandmama taught her how to rub one out at nine years old. The reason her grandmother taught her was so that she could pleasure herself and know that it's no man. That's a good concept, but she's nine years old. I have nieces. They developed really early. Good to have a conversation if their mother had it with them at some point. Not so sure it's good to be teaching a kid how it that's a natural thing every child is going to figure out how to rub one out so yeah that's what she's coming up in she swam out of the nuts of one junkie into the womb of another one and she's from baltimore pretty little thing too i can only imagine some of the struggles and abuses that jada would have had and just like mike tyson the story goes will smith went and claimed her out of jada's own mouth she was having a rough time and he came and dusted her off pulled her up but yeah i'm not i'm not gonna demonize jada but i'm, I'm gonna tell the truth this is the irreverent truth up in this bitch will marry jada so his house is her house but she decided to have the red table talk and it's a beautiful thing three generations of black women it's a great concept for people that want to subscribe to that talk show stuff so it was good, but there's, again, there's footage out there. I ain't going to run it for you, but if you see the look on Will Smith's face, a couple of things. She turned his house into a studio. Her garage is full of, it's like the tech support room or the control room. All of Will's cars and whatever, the garage is taken over. Not only is the garage taken over, the, the living room is taken over with lighting, like real studio lighting, not some off-brand chicken shit like real high-end studio like if you go to a concert big cages on the ceiling took over the house okay and he took that tongue-in-cheek based on the footage I saw he made a funny joke about it but half joke all truth we know what that is so now he's got his house turned into a studio and then there's again there's footage out there of Jada with her cell phone up in his face talking about 
so-and-so's coming to the red table and you know you want to speak on how much she's helped us and the look on will's face is like damn but he speaks the truth my social media is my bread and butter like she's pretty much just bogarting yeah so here we are where she has turned his house into a studio throwing a phone in his face and recording him then we get the red table talk i saw a wounded man don't nobody want to hear stuff like that come out of their wife's mouth he was trying to make a joke he says something like yeah i'm gonna be a loyal husband and i'm gonna support my wife through her transgressions and she immediately immediately says i don't see it as a transgression because i learned so much about myself yeah that's a stank ass basic baltimore bitch like the the bottom of the that's some hood rat shit that's that's some self-absorbed and I quote Corey Holcomb, because Will ain't going to run up on Corey Holcomb. That's some cankerous horror shit. That's some wretched ass shit. It was a transgression, and he put it mildly, Will Smith. But she, do, she, she slapped the ball back over the fence and said, I don't see it as a transgression because I learned so much about myself. Let's get to the slap, right? So there's a lot. People think it was staged. It wasn't staged, but this is what I know. So I've been in a suit, and I've been at... I don't know, a formal gathering or a sophisticated something around a bunch of white folks. And I've had to put hands on somebody. And what I know when you're wearing a suit, it contains your shoulder. So you really can't shake them out how you want to. So that retarded form that Will Smith threw that slap with, it was because of his sports coat or his tuxedo, some five-figure shit he had on. But it wasn't as bad as it looked because Chris rolled with it and Will's shoulder was contained. Those are facts. And then this bitch made coward wants to run back and like snug on his vest and get his shit right and then start shooting tech from his seat like like he done did some big ball shit. Yeah, Tyrese, that wasn't no protective alpha male shit, brother. I got to tell you, I know he broke you off with a couple of mil when you was going through your thing with baby mama and shit, but that wasn't no protective alpha male shit. So we had to listen to Will get a standing ovation as soon as he was announced Denzel was the first to jump out his seat and all of that and then we had to hear Will Smith talk about he was protecting the little girls that played Venus and Serena on the set we watched a disgrace of a speech we watched two performances that night the slap and then the acceptance speech and he comes up and wants to put himself on par with Mr. No as far as I heard, even before the movie, he got jumped by youngsters, gangbangers, and Compton. Will ain't, Will ain't never been about that shit. Most of us ain't about that shit, unless it comes to our babies. I'm sure, you know, some of us are women. Mr. Williams stood his ground when the odds were against him. Will had all of the odds on his side as far as physical confrontation and obviously as far as support from the crowd. I get the bystander effect. But look at Chris Rock when his eyes are darting around and he's trying to stick to the monitor. Like, ain't nobody doing nothing. So truth is, if I was Chris Rock, I'd take Will Smith and the Academy to the cleaners. First black production. Let, let's back it up. Let's back it up. We have such short memories, man. Look, let's back it up. Oh, there ain't been a 
a, a, a black actor since Sidney Poitier that won the big best actor prize. So there was all of that. I don't know, maybe 2005, six, seven, eight. I don't know. But everybody, all the black folk was crying then. The black Hollywood folk, you know, the influential folk. So they thought. So they come back the next year and they don't give you one, they give you two. They give you Hallie and Denzel. Then black folk want to cry because he played a crooked cop and she played some little, whatever she played with the little redneck cop fucking her, correction officer, whatever. So they pacified black folk then and gave you not one, but two best actor and actress. <laughs> oh, and then it comes around again. Oscars are so white or whatever the, the movement was back then. And then they give you some 12 years a slave is nominated. And y'all remember it was like they announced one announcement and then they're like, oh, no, it's moonlight. Look, we got the card here. It's moonlight. And then again in 2016, I'm not sure, but it seemed like Jada set it off. I'm not saying she was the only one. A lot of people joined. The Oscars are so white. But she pretty much set it off. And here's what I ask you, black people. If y'all talking about canceling and the Oscars are so white and this and that, why the fuck was she there? Why was he there? I don't care that he was nominated. I don't care that he was nominated. I'm cut from, listen, that's millionaire problems, man. If they're working... Let, let, most of us are just trying to put food on the table. If you work and that's it. If I did a movie, I would be more along the lines of Little Wayne or, or De, not Denzel, Samuel L. Jackson. Just working. Just getting the check. Fuck the awards. I get this money. I could do shit for myself, my loved ones, and my people if I choose to. Or I could just stack it and live like a pig. Whatever the case, they got paid for the movie. I don't, I don't understand the cachet of the awards. Maybe there's more money involved. I don't understand it. But again, if you was one of the original ones to set it off with the Oscars are so white, on my block, you shouldn't have been there. Look, I'm going to play y'all something, just in case any of y'all didn't see it. It's Tyler Perry, I believe, at the Icon Awards. While everybody was fighting for a seat at the table, talking about Oscar so white, Oscar so white, I said, y'all go ahead and do that. But while you fighting for a seat at the table, I'll be down in Atlanta building my own. Because, because what I know for sure is that if I could just build this table, God would prepare it for me in the presence of my enemies. Woo, you really can't add to or take from that. What I will say is he had everybody standing up, clapping, Jesus, hallelujah. Because, you know, he broke them off with a little scripture, right? So that's what it really is. When you got some bread, when you are influential and you got not five, six, seven million, not 20, 30 million, you got some bread and you know some people, you break out your Rolodex, you make your own, you make your own. Stop crying, stop sitting at boss, the foot of boss's table trying to get some crumbs. It's fucking pathetic. That's the page when you got two, three hundred million in the bank and, and you, you're as influential as someone like Will Smith. Man, you get in that Rolodex and get your people together and build your own fucking award show based on how I grew up. You don't be crying to boss. You don't be crying to boss like you get your bread, you, you stack your bread, you make your own moves. But somehow crying to sit at boss's table. And when you sit there, you look like nothing but an ignorant-ass chimp in an overpriced dress and an overpriced tuxedo. Yeah, I said an ignorant-ass chimp. 
brought down the property value. That's what he did, because that's what they say. And I really don't truck that N-word, but that, that was some real nigger shit. Not, oh, I'm a real nigger, I keeps it real. Nah, fuck all that. That was some real nigger shit, right? Matter of fact, I think Chris Rock did a skit about black people and niggers, right? And niggers shoot up the movie screen after seeing a good movie. It's just some real ignorant, low-budget shit. You're at the most, it's, I don't know if it's exquisite. I, I, I lost a word that I was thinking of. Prestigious, maybe that's the word. So you're at the most prestigious place that you beg to be at, and you roll your eyes, and, and, and then Will gets up and tries to get his nuts back on a guy that he's taller than, heavier than. And I don't go for that, like, oh, Ali shit. Because all of that was choreographed, y'all. Every fucking punch, every duck, every slip, every word was choreographed. Yeah, and then Hubby jumps up. He's going to make this power play. He's just trying to get his nuts back, y'all. He's just trying to show out for the woman that he loves and committed to. But he showed himself for who he was. Just, just, just small. Just, just a fucking punk. But yeah, you brought us in your bedroom. You brought us in your marriage. Your wife did anyway, and you allowed it. You let it happen. The worst thing for them is to have a feeling like they're, they're irrelevant in their industry. Yeah, brother, they got Will. He's, he's, he did the Mariah Carey thing or whatever, exhaustion or some rehab for some shit. You know, I don't blame him, man. I, I saw the second statement that she did after the It's Time for Healing. And she pretty much said something along the lines of, I don't, I wish Will wouldn't have done it and I, I don't need anyone to protect me or I can protect myself. And, Right there, she, she dropped her husband. The man who just tried to show her he'll do anything for her to keep her next to him. The man who just did all of that. She came out with that statement and it was like she dropped him like a used condom in the red light district alley. Just slung his ass to the side to protect her. Trifling. Damn straight, trifling as a motherfucker. And we're all just human. Far be it from me. I, I know trifling. I, I got a PhD in that, man. I'll give you a quick rundown when you think who's this clown just talking about. I'm just another person with an opinion. I done sifted through all of y'all's BS, but I'll tell you, I, I uh born in Newark, New Jersey. Five, six years old, I'm looking at ink blots. Ten years old, I'm awarded a state. 15 years old, it's a full-time job. Lying, cheating, gambling, womanizing, alcoholic, junkie, thief. Spent the next 25, 30 years battling addiction of, of many kinds. If it wasn't the gambling, it was the women. If it wasn't the women, it was the alcohol. It's it just nonstop. So I've, I've seen a lot and I've, I've partaken in many things. Um, that maybe I shouldn't have that were totally fucked up. And there's no there's no dressing it up, oh, because I was strung out. It don't matter. It don't matter. I did it. It was wrong. I got punished for it sometimes. Sometimes I didn't get caught. But 
So I've been as slimy as they come, and I've been around, you know, hard pipe heads. Like, I'm not, like, again, I'm that dude. I'm, I'm not dressing it up. I'm not beating my chest about it. But y'all see me getting cuffed outside a department store when y'all the only black people there, and you put your head down like, damn, why I got to be one of mine? I'm that dude. I'm the dude walking around with, with I, I got to flick the lighter with my ring finger because my, my thumb index and middle finger are blistered because I've been flicking a lighter for four days. Got a big old fucking blister on my mouth because I put the pipe in my mouth the wrong way. A disgrace bound by me, bound by my feelings and my emotions, and I want to know, be null and void. And I've been around people just like that doing all kind of shit from, from boosting to selling their own ass or at least renting their own ass out. I've seen it all. People that you think are the lowest of the low got more integrity, more uprightness than the shit I'm seeing coming out, especially black Hollywood. I, you know, Tiffany Haddish, she, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not saying she ain't talented, but she bumped the line too. I, I remember people like Samore and Adele Givens and, and comedians that they ain't got all that. And they, you can't tell me they don't lack talent, but I get it, you know. Tiffany Haddish is more user-friendly, and she may have done some things that my other sisters wouldn't have done or didn't even have the opportunity to do. But yeah, that Hollywood shit is foul, and we got to not look at them or Washington to represent us, period. The whole clout chasing and instant, stop, stop, pull back. There's, I've been around these white folks my whole life white schools, boom, 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 run it down the line. Most of my work was, again, it's, it's high-end residential construction. Ran by a white man, getting built for a white man. I, I've been around them, and I've seen, I've went, before it was airsoft, it was just capture the flag paintball. And so these cats, when they're children, are, are, are learning how to run formations and, and penetrate structures and and we busy, not thinking, trust me, brothers, all y'all out there banging crip, blood, vice, Lord, disciples, with respect and love, you ain't really doing nothing with some Glock knockoff with an extended that jams 80% of the time with some little rapid fire trigger besides killing your brothers. These boys out here got hardware and they know how to use it. So whatever you think, it's coming. They're coming. This ain't some pan, this is a fact. I know, I've been in the desert with him. I've been in the woods with him. I've seen with my own eyes. And y'all have seen with your own eyes what they do. We ain't running around plotting to kidnap public government officials and wait till they come to a theater near you. What you think you're gonna do? In 2022, it's time for us to organize y'all. And believe me, it's exhausting. I just moved to a decent little neighborhood. and uh, Mostly black folk, right? It's, it's decent little subdivision. Majority black, about 60, 65% black people. And, and five houses down, I said, hey, brother, my name is Hutch. And I just moved in down here. And, and he's so suspicious of me. And I get some of it. You would think in 2022, the least I could do is introduce myself to my neighbor. It ain't something I really do. I try to move and stay 
in my own little bubble because I don't want nobody in my business. But I just was trying to introduce myself and exchange name like that. Maybe even get his number because that's the work that needs to be done now. That's the real work. All of the voting, I don't vote because whoever is in rule, I see what my community looks like. So I ain't in no delusional state with that. And for those that vote, mostly blindly Democrat, lesser of two evils and all that bullshit they be talking about. Here's an idea. There is a black agenda. Vote all of your state, local, municipal, federal stuff and just lay off the presidential election. And tell all them people that you vote for, this is what you need for your community. You need something X. We want X for our school system. Our school system, not the, the whole district, the black district. And again, I'm talking about a black agenda. I'm not talking about diverse or LGBTQ or black and brown or even people of color. I'm talking black agenda. African-American if you're sophisticated enough. But lay off the presidential election and let them figure that out. Because I guarantee you when the time comes for them next four years, you'll get some results. You hold those local and state officials accountable and you show your power there. And if they screw up, yeah, vote for the other party. Vote for the other fucking party. And I, they're all fucked up. They're all lying to us. Yeah, you, you're going to tell me the Republicans ain't lying to the Republican Party? Man, this country let a draft-dodging pussy become president. When that assaulted women become president. And they love them. They love them. I've been at gun shows all over the country. These cats are, they got, tr Trump happened to be the 45th president. So you will see all kind of customized 45 caliber pistols and, man, all kinds of stuff. They love this guy. And there was a time, you know, all of us loved him. He had the Tyson fights going on. And the rap game is always referring to him with big dollars and shit. But we see who he is. And they love him. And they are out there stockpiling and training. And they are coming for your black ass if you ain't ready. They're coming either way. least you could do is stand up. That's, that's the, just stand up. Ain't nobody need to go out and shoot up a train or, or nothing like that. Just be prepared. The longer time we got to organize, the better. But the time was yesterday, last year, 10 years ago, of real organizing, real organizing. They talk about the Second Amendment all the time. You have a right to form a militia. The AME church should have an armory. And I get it, scared. We, the, the fear of seeing your people lynched and tarred and feathered and the whole state coming down on one city and torching the whole place. I get it. We only, what, 13% of the population. Let's stand. Let's talk about uh, my sister that got jammed up in Russia from the WNBA. She made a choice. She's fucked. This is the thing I recall years ago, there was a little white boy in the Singapore and the, and the country was like raising hell because he was about to get Rutan Kane. He was about to get Kane for doing some uh, 
Some vandalism. I think he spray painted a car or a sidewalk and then people in Singapore didn't have it and they was giving him lashes on that ass with a cane. Our arrogance to think we could go somewhere and do some shit that it ain't even fully legal in these United States. She's going to go to Russia and try to smuggle it. She may have done it all of the five, six years before then, but just dumb, just dumb. I don't care, just dumb. So we can't be like parading around and carrying, for, she fucked up. She fucked up. As far as Russia invading Ukraine, that's none of our business. All of y'all that vote and believe in the system as it is, why your schools are malnourished, 16 books, class of 35. Why your schools are doing that, and there's all kind of craziness going on in this country. This country just had its capital attacked. All kinds of stuff going on, and every time I look up, there's 300 million for Ukraine, 500 million, now 800 million. Flooding these people with money, 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 and weapons, weapons, weapons. Same thing that happened when Af Russia invaded Afghanistan. We went over there and trained some guys and gave them some weapons, and it, and it backfired on us. But we steady flooding money over here and telling people like Romania to give the Ukrainians your planes and we'll reimburse you. Ukraine and in NATO. The same wicked, nasty Putin when he was doing the same atrocities in Syria, and Syria was trying to run to Poland for refuge because they were getting shelled in the same fashion. What did Poland do? Oh, no, y'all ain't coming here. I met women and children at gunpoint. Where was the humanity then? Now we're giving Poland money to help with their refugee situation? That's America. They don't care about us. And apparently we don't care about ourselves. Because everybody, I challenge everybody who tried to justify what Will Smith did. I challenge everybody who justifies what, what Will Smith did was cool and, and justified and so on. Go to the people that raised you. Go to your mother, grandmother. You know, go to some of them people and see what they think. Times ain't changed. There's some shit that just ain't supposed to happen. There was no real disrespect in there. But yeah, so we, we are uh, talking about the wrong things as far as I'm concerned because my biggest concern today is when everybody's talking about the, the system. The system is corrupt. They, just like they pacified y'all the, with the Oscars situation, they give you Denzel, they give you some black slave gay shit, then they give you Will. They do the same thing in real life. When George Floyd and Ahmaud, they gave, those trials came up quick. And, and those guys were convicted quick. I ne I'd never seen something so quick. Meanwhile, in that same state of Georgia, there's a girl out there that saw a hit and run, and followed the guy. And just like Zimmerman, called 911, and 911 said, do not pursue. And this little white girl continued to pursue and shot this elderly brother, this 60, 65-year-old brother. She ain't been to trial and convicted yet. What about the Glynn County prosecutor that, 
that kicked it to the other county and looked the other way, didn't bring no charges just because of her whatever conflict, the good old boy and girls network, I guess. And she kicked it to another prosecutor who kicked it back. Why? Because his son worked for the, for the Glynn County woman. What happened with all those trying posting up their, their pictures of their shirt, I run with mod, hashtag. What happened with y'all? Did y'all quit? I know the people got to go to work and everything, but it was a hot topic then. Get back to the real system. The system who did not see a need to prosecute what they did to that brother. All of you, I challenge all of you at the sound of my voice, if you was running around, especially if you took a picture and posted a selfie of you with a hashtag I run with mod shirt, I challenge you to go back to the same place and protest until this woman is convicted and there's charges bought on the other one. A lot of people are out there, been out there for years, towing the line. Years, years, decades. Thank y'all. Man, it's real easy to be a hashtag individual, to hide behind a keyboard and all of that or bandwagon some shit. But to toe the line consistently, day in, day out, it's part of your life's work. But you ain't going to get justice. And once again, I say, they are ready. They are training. They are voter suppressing, if that's even a word, but... They're doing everything they can. And trust and believe your friend, the hashtag white liberal, they are going to blend in. They will even pick up arms against you. Uncle Joe, he ran on police reform. Did he reform anything? No. Actually, at his first State of the Union address, he talked about uh, the exact opposite. We are not defunding the police. We are not defunding the police. So yeah, Uncle Joe, you can vote for him again if you want to. It's only going to get worse before it gets better. I see now there's a so-called leak from one of the Supreme Court justices about Roe v. Wade. I don't directly have a dog in that fight. I'm a male of 50 years old, but I do see it's just the beginning. Any questions, comments, concerns, hopes, dreams, aspirations, email us at theirreverenttruthpodcast at gmail.com. May this day continue to be kind to you and yours. See you at the crossroads. When you did all you can to stand, stand then. Peace and blessings, y'all. I'm out. Sail on down the line by the half a mile or so and don't really want to know where you're going. Maybe once or twice you see Time after time I try to, to, to Hold on to what we got But now you're going 
Lord. I gave all my money and my time. I know it's a shame, but I'm giving you back your name. Guess I'll be on my way. I won't be back to stay. Give you 